here. And that lets you save the Look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, True Forms Drew Tadia fitness expert. Today we got another fantastic show planned for you. We're talking about the benefits of getting your food locally and we have a special guest joining us. We have Rick Kohut, holistic nutritionist, local farmer and owner of Hell Street, a local health food store right here in Olds. We've got all that and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness for all your health and fitness needs. Personal training and group classes available locally. Visit trueformlife.com for details. All right, on today's show, we have Rick Kohut with us, who again is a holistic nutritionist. He's a local farmer and an owner of Hell Street here in Old. So welcome to the show, Rick. Hey, yeah, uh, thanks a lot, Drew. Thanks for having me. So awesome. you guys have uh, you guys have been a big part of everything that we've been doing you guys have been a sponsor since day one for uh through exploring mind mind and body so thanks very much for that you're welcome it's uh it's awesome to be a big fan and a sponsor of true form fitness and everything that you do we really appreciate it you're uh you're a big supporter of the community and uh it really shows. So good job. All right, thanks, Rick. So I mean, your store is 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 also a, a huge tribute to the to the community, and you guys offer so much. Um, we've been fortunate enough to have you guys carry our Complete Truth Protein, which is, as most of our viewers know, is True Form's uh, first protein supplement. So, um, anyways, uh, we really appreciate that and everything that you guys do with us. So today we're going to talk about the benefits of getting your food locally. And uh, so you've been a farmer for ever. Pretty much. I was uh, farming when I was in diapers, I think. <laughs> okay. So um, so you have a background. You've been farming all your life. You have a background and, and you were working in some big corporate office as a big shot. Will you uh, want to give us some background on that briefly? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I grew up on a farm east of Didsbury and that's uh, still where our farm is today. Uh, the Kohut family farms out there. Yeah, and I guess after I graduated and everything, I I traveled the world and working on different farms, and and then uh, got into I went to school uh, for ag business and and marketing, and got in with a, a large agricultural firm uh, where I was yeah, selling different agricultural inputs, and so it was kind of uh, not necessarily on the natural and holistic side of things, but um, it gave me a lot of uh, insight as to how how the corporate agriculture actually operates out there so i i really do um i'm pretty grateful for the time that i did spend there which was quite a long time nine years actually in uh in corporate agriculture so it's a long time yeah it's a long time until i kind of changed the way i i looked at things i i was dealing with uh some health issues and stuff on my own so i i needed to change the way that i ate and uh, and that I looked the way that I looked at food, so um, I a- actually got into the natural health and wellness business, which is why uh, we have a health food store called Health Street here in Olds. So, yeah, things changed quite a bit once uh, once I changed the way I ate a little bit. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about the benefits of uh, of buying your food locally, and uh, that has never been so apparent to me since I designed my own product. 
and which isn't a whole lot different from what you guys do as farmers, as local food producers. Uh, it's important to to have the support of your community as well as it's important for us to buy locally. So Rick, can you tell us some of the top reasons why it's important to eat locally? Right off the get-go, I mean, you get better quality. There, There's no question where when you're buying local, you have more control over what you're buying. You, you can ask the farmer how he produces it, where he produces it. You can quite often actually go into the field and, and pick it on your own. A lot of the you picks out there, you can do just that. So you can actually see the quality. Generally, um, when, when you're buying local, it's, uh, it is smaller farms that pay a little bit more attention to, uh, you know, taking care of the soil and, and the nutrient qualities and all that kind of stuff. So, so quality is a, a really big one there. Another reason is pesticide use. Large production facilities and large farms where they're producing mono crops, like only one or two different crops for the grocery stores over a whole country, will produce things in a way where they're trying to get the most production on the least amount of acres. And uh, they're, so they're going to be pumping fertilizer to it and using pesticides and all that kind of stuff. By doing it locally, they, they won't use all those pesticides because they're not doing it for those reasons. They're, they're growing their crops for the people in their community. So, uh, you know, huge production of one crop isn't, isn't an issue. And they're using... Uh, a more a more diverse uh, farming method and gardening method. So and same goes with uh, with the animals too. Most of the local producers that are smaller, they'll actually be raising four or five different kinds of animals in most cases, and moving it around the farm and using it in a system rather than just a, a mono system. Another reason is is that buying local really supports your community that you live in and. Really, nothing brings community together more than uh, than food. So that's another way that you can just support your own community and the businesses around you. And uh, there's a lot of benefit to doing that overall. Given the fact that it's important that to to have local support, um, you guys you guys have your own cohut farm. So what do you guys grow on your farm? Well, we grow a variety of different crops. Um, I guess probably what I'm most well known for in the area is Kohut corn. So we're one of the only uh, commercial sweet corn producers in Alberta and the only one that, uh, that grows corn uh, commercially without using uh, fungicides and insecticides. And we use natural fertilizers such as uh, worm castings, which is worm manure <laughs> and, uh, and manure from the cattle out on the farm. So I got to say that that corn is some of the best corn I've ever tasted. And a lot of times when people talk about something, how good it is, it doesn't live up to expectations. But this is the first cold corn I've ever eaten. And I got to say, I look forward to it each summer. (laughs) Thanks for the props. (laughs) So as a local farmer, what are the benefits for you to being able to offer the community this local food? Well, the unique thing about about corn, um, sweet corn in in this instance, uh, it's a crop that typically where it's grown it's grown in warmer climates and in those warmer climates they're usually they have a longer growing season and they're growing a lot of corn in like intensive areas so what happens is is when you do that you you encourage the the pests that normally um, bother those crops to proliferate and become really common so 
Uh, for example, in, in some of the corn-growing states of the U.S., they always have to spray fungicides and certain herbicides and, uh, and spray certain insecticides for bugs because they're always present. When the field right next to that, that corn crop is corn as well, and it's corn after corn after corn, those things, the diseases overwinter in the soil and in the stover, and the bugs overwinter, and they're just, it's unstoppable. So there's a lack of diversity in a lot of those areas. So they end up having to spray uh, no matter what, because there isn't any other choice. And the, so the difference is, is where we grow corn here in, uh, in central southern Alberta, there is no other corn. So a lot of those pests that typically bother corn in the southern parts of the province or in the U.S. or in B.C., they don't exist here. So we don't have to worry about spraying for them. The, the diseases that bother corn in those areas, they don't exist either. So we don't have to worry about any of those diseases. So we end up with this awesome diversity and a really clean plant that, that is uh, a little bit more nourishing for you too. So that's part of the reason. Then the, the other reason would be um, because of the cold nights, and this is the reason that it makes it so different than, than corn from any other area, is that in the fall when we're actually harvesting it, we have colder nights. And it's like most root vegetables around here. Because of those cold nights, it makes them a lot sweeter and a little bit more nutritious. Same thing with the corn. When we have those cold nights, it actually helps to lock those sugars in. So the sweetness is just beyond what you'd experience in, uh, in those warmer climates where the temperature is usually 15 to 20 degrees Celsius at night when they're, if they're picking it at that time. Whereas here, we're getting below 10 degrees and that's when you start to see that sugar content being locked in. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Gidsbury, CLC Fitness Center, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or how to become a sponsor of Exploring Mind and Body, visit trueformlife.com. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, preservatives, soy, gluten, and dairy-free. Supplement with superfoods to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for details. Now, is there benefits or would it be fair to say that most most locally grown food would have less or not most of the pesticides, herbicides that we see on the market today? Yeah, well, well good question. The unique thing about where we are geographically is we're in an area where we can only have one crop a year. So our garden only grows basically from May until September and, and that's it. So usually with, with most vegetable crops, you're just growing one crop. So you're, over winter, the, that soil has time to basically regenerate um, it kills a lot of the bugs, a lot of the fungus, a lot of those things that would overwinter. So, yeah, that's that's definitely one of the the positives about buying local, especially from this area, because you will there will be much less need to to spray pesticides. So the the vegetables that you're purchasing, um, if you're getting them local around Olds, Calgary, Central Alberta area, they most certainly will not be 
sprayed as much as uh, as something that would be from, uh, let's say, even southern Alberta or or in the states or something that's traveled a couple thousand kilometers to get here. That's a good point that you bring up. You know, you're a biofeedback technician. You work a lot with energy, and I believe in energy a lot myself. Now. I wanted to bring it up right now because you talked about the tra- traveling of food and where it's coming from and, and the distances. Can we get into that a little bit and what happens to the food when it actually travels such a far distance? You know, it's one of those things living in Alberta where we don't have access to locally produced stuff year round. We we have to get things that are uh, that are grown elsewhere. It's also one of the, the real benefits of, of living here is we get to enjoy produce from all over the world. But um, we do have to be careful about where it comes from and how it's produced and and how far it travels. And one thing to keep in mind is most vegetables and produce, especially if it's coming uh, through from the United States, uh, there are regulations involved in food coming across the border. So there's certain things that will need to be done. It needs to be inspected. It needs to have uh, go through a process called irradiation, which is basically kind of... Uh, it radiates the product, so it kills a lot of the the microbes and the bacteria, and and the enzymes in in different foods. And unfortunately, a lot of those um, attributes of plants are the actual beneficial attributes of the plant. So the that plant becomes a little bit less nourishing for us when it has to be irradiated. So. Um, so that's one of the downfalls in both the regulations that exist and in the nutritional integrity of that plant. So what's the main purpose of them doing, doing the, going through this process of coming across the border? Well, they, they want to kill bacteria. Okay. So they don't want bacteria to be crossing um, into Canada, basically. Yeah. Right. And same the other way. Okay, so one of the th- things I wanted to get into, which is happens to be a controversial subject at times, is meat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Maybe meat and dairy. Um, so we're uh, in Alberta, and people love their Alberta beef. And uh, we don't have to specifically focus on Alberta beef, but I want to talk about the hormones and antibiotics that are put into meats in general. I think that's something people should be aware of, and some people should try to avoid in uh, my own personal advice but um how does that work out or do we have less polluted meats here than we would in in another part of the world or part of the the country well you know for me it's all about understanding where your food comes from right and you know if you're getting meat from a supermarket you know it's going to have a nice fancy label on it if the supermarket is buying it they have to buy it in a big enough volume that can supply their supermarket and not just their supermarket, but the chain of supermarkets. So there could be hundreds of different meat departments that it needs to supply. So they always have to have a good supply. So what they're going to do is they're going to get it from a large production facility, a large uh, butchering facility or abattoir, where they can put through thousands of animals on a regular basis. And those types of animals will generally be raised in, a, in an intensive livestock operation. I mean, I, I used to, to work in agriculture and also on the livestock side of things, and I've visited a lot of intensive livestock operations. And, and it's, uh, you know, their goal is to make a, a good profit. And in order to do, to do that, they have to grow an animal as fast as possible and uh, not have it get sick. So in order to reduce their risks, they're, they're going to usually treat it with antibiotics and uh, 
and in a lot of cases, they'll use hormones to help it uh, help it grow uh, consistently and quickly. And they come in many different forms, but usually in the feed. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's not necessarily ideal. You know, as a nutritionist and a biofeedback technician, you know, we, we test for a lot of that stuff. And, uh, and with my clients, I can test that. And sometimes it shows up as a, as a reaction and it's not necessarily a really good thing for us to be continually eating foods uh, that have those things in them. But, um, but certainly you don't have a lot of control on that, uh, on, on those types of farming production or production methods when you're buying from a, a grocery store or a supermarket. But by buying local... You understand about a little bit more about what what goes into growing that that meat and growing whether it's a whether it's a chicken or a turkey or a, a goose or bison or or beef it doesn't really matter but if you know the farmer and you get to ask him what he does on his farm or even better yet if you're able to visit that farm. And you can really see it. It gives you a connection to that food, to that farm. You're probably going to be maybe a little bit more appreciative of uh, of what you eat, and and uh, you can ask them about hormones and antibiotics. And most cases, if uh, if you can see that animal grazing out on grass, they're a lot less likely to be using uh, those methods because you don't you simply don't need them. So, like on our farm, I mean, it's uh, grass fed beef. And there's, you know, they were not in a rush to raise that animal up to a couple thousand pounds. So it's, uh, you let nature take its course and it's out there grazing. There's no need for a hormone out there, right? That, that's a good point about bringing up uh, buying your, your food locally or meats locally, yeah. more particularly, because <laughs> on a lighter note, um, we talked about this before. Of um, <laughs> I call it uh, meat feet. <laughs> and... Uh, it's a comical subject, but that's what I call it because at times I don't eat meat very often. And when I do at times, it, I, I just don't sleep very well. I seem to have stomach issues and um, my feet get really hot at night. So uh, again, <laughs> we talked about how the animals are treated and how that's translated uh, or, or more directed towards our own bodies and how we consume. Um, you want to touch on the stress levels of the animal? Animals are, are butchered in, in different ways, right? So um, a lot of butchering facilities maybe aren't so humane. Um, they are doing a much better job at that. But, you know, just realizing what happens to an animal when it gets stressed out helps you understand hormone levels in, in an animal. And uh, as they get stressed out, their cortisol levels will increase. And so that, uh, you know, that can translate to hormones in the meat, whether it's hormone free or not, whether it's been given hormones or, or not, you can still see increased and elevated hormone levels in, in, uh, in meat products when it's stressed out at the time of butchering. But if you, if you want to look at some really neat, uh, studies and some information on that, uh, check out a lady by the name of Temple Grandin. Uh, she's done a whole bunch of research on that. Um, and she's been helping abattoirs all around North America make it much more humane and, and less stressful for animals. So they are on the on the right track in in reducing those those hormone levels. So hopefully you won't have as much hot feet. <laughs> so 
hopefully I can reduce my meat feet. Your meat feet. <laughs> well, you showed me a, a fantastic list that you have for us for just exactly what we're talking about. And it's called Why Eat Local. That's going to be available at Health Street. Is that right? And why don't you just briefly go over what they can come by and grab? Because I think it's important for us to have this resource. You can you can go through this resource and understand why it's important to buy local. And also find some facilities that actually are everything we've talked about, um, grass-fed animals and, and, and better treated and, and avoiding herbicides and pesticides. Yeah, you betcha. Okay, so, you know, as a farmer myself, um, obviously I've and a community kind of guy, I know a lot of people locally that produce awesome food. And when I say awesome food, I just mean uh, responsibly produced food. So without the use of, uh, with, of hormones and and a whole bunch of pesticides and insecticides and things like that. So uh, the people on my list, they, uh, um, they do things in a way that, that isn't like the intensive livestock operations or the intensive production facilities. And, and so it makes a lot more sense. And these are all very approachable farms. You can visit all these farms. You can phone them up. You can talk to the producers. And uh, I've put a list together that... Um, basically from Nanton all the way up to uh, kind of the Innisfail area of people that I know. And and if you want, you can go into Health Street and come and pick that up just uh, as long as you sign up as a member and uh, you can grab a copy of it. But it's, it's really good. It'll help you get better access to awesome local food, like both produce and meat products, even eggs and things like that. It lists some of the, the benefits of eating local on it and has a bunch of other resources. So I encourage people to, to do it. There, there's a lot of benefits to eating local. And it's one of the ways that we can, we can live a healthier lifestyle is by eating local and, and support our community and keep pesticides to a minimum and helps you understand uh, food production a lot more, which which is something that I think has, has been lost in, in this fast food, fake food uh, uh, world that we live in today. So uh, eating, eating local is a solution to a lot of problems. Okay, thanks for that. Thanks for putting that uh, together for us, Rick. Um, so you have a website. It's called thegoodfoodguy.com? Yeah, thegoodfoodguy.com. And you have something coming. You have a new newsletter coming out. Yeah, so I'm starting a newsletter, um, and basically each month, Anybody that, that subscribes to the newsletter will get uh, some really cool nutrition tips. Um, I, I talk a lot about food, obviously, on that. I, I make different recipes up. I have uh, events that I do every month, too. So all that stuff will be uh, listed on the newsletter. And it should be really helpful in, in uh, giving people easier ways to, to live a little bit healthier. Okay, Rick, thanks so much for joining us. I uh, really appreciate your time and, and information. Our, our, viewer, our listeners out there, you guys got to go and check out Health Street. Uh, Rick, if Rick's working there, he'll give you more than enough information for any subject uh, concerning food that you have. We always appreciate your support and everything you guys do in the community. Thanks a lot, Drew. Appreciate you having me on the show. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Taddean. Brought to you in part by Curves Complete, the whole solution that makes burning fat as easy as one, two, three. Get exercise, meal plan, and coaching for $14.95 a week. Call Curves and Olds at 403-556-5992 to schedule a free, no-obligation appointment. All right, you've just listened to myself and Rick Kohut 
who's a holistic nutritionist. He's a farmer and owner of Hell Street on why to buy local foods. Most importantly, because they're locally produced, not from a big factory. They're produced in or on healthy soils. They come from a place where you can most definitely go and visit and see where your food actually comes from and a place that welcomes bugs, butterflies, and bees. Thanks so much for joining in. For more information, be sure to visit Hell Street right here in Olds. As always, I'm your host, True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Forms Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.